Welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, counseling astrologer and author of the Planet Waves horoscope at planetwaves.net. Thank you for joining me. Today's edition is for Thursday, September 21st, 2023. This is the edition of StarCast that goes with the monthly horoscope for October Part 1. And uh, today's article, which is called Libra Equinox of Integrity, Justice, and Beauty. These are the themes of the astrological sign Libra. The integrity piece comes from the exaltation of the planet Saturn in Libra. People don't really remember this anymore, that uh, Libra may be ruled by Venus, but it has in its sign exalted, which is pretty much the same thing, Saturn, very powerful in the air signs. And then of justice, well, Libra is the sign of the scales, and the sign of the scales is the sign of balance. There is a reference in there to Estrella, the goddess of justice. And finally, beauty. Venus is the ruling planet, classical and modern ruling planet of Libra. And so we have the themes of aesthetics and of beauty. And you, you get this combination that lends itself very well to all things that are genuinely artistic, because things that are artistic need to uh, offer a sense of integrity, a sense of truth about what they are, rather than in some way feigning or pretending. And justice can also be implied in the sense of balance that is so critical to the uh, to, to valid and um, pleasing aesthetics. And then beauty is just so fundamental to the human experience. And I, I begin the article by saying that these really are the things that we think have gone missing in our lives. We don't think there is such a thing as integrity anymore. There's only the appearance of integrity. The word authentic means acting like you are authentic rather than actually being the real thing. I think most people have made up their mind that there is no such thing as justice anymore, which is tragic. And we certainly have many examples of how there does not appear to be such a thing as justice and beauty is being replaced by a kind of a technological substitute for beauty. Anyone who thinks that artificial intelligence can create art is uh, sadly misled. Artificial intelligence can create artificial art. Actual art is the result of the journey of the artist, the growth of the artist, the experience and the learning and the gradually attained mastery of the person creating the thing. Art is a process of getting to a result. It is not just the result itself. And so Libra, in many ways, describes this journey and the qualities uh, that we need to get there, the distinctly human qualities that we require. Libra is a human sign. It is uh, shown as um, being represented by a human figure. Now, uh, one of the distinctions of this year's equinox, and by the way, the equinox takes place overnight. Did I say this? Friday to Saturday night. It'll take place uh, in, in uh, most of the 
I guess, the, what we call the Western Hemisphere down in Australia and New Zealand. If uh, my, uh, my guesstimation is accurate, it will be very late in the day on Saturday, uh, possibly verging into overnight, depending on the great many time zones that are uh, down there. But it all happens at the same time. And the equinox is when uh, the, the axial tilt of the Earth is at an exact 90 degree angles between the equator and the sun. So the EQ and equator and the EQ and equinox uh, are uh, the same thing. And basically on almost all of the planet, it can be a little bit different way up in the polar or down in the polar regions, uh, night and day are the same. This is the mid-year equinox. The astrological year begins at the vernal equinox, when the clock strikes midnight, the clock of what is called sidereal time, which measures the movement of the earth against the backdrop of the stars. And so when we get to the halfway point, there is a moment of rebalancing, a moment of regaining one's equal. Equilibrium. So equinox, equator, and equilibrium are all related, and these are the inherent uh, symbols and metaphors of the sign Libra. Now, there are some distinctions to this year's uh, Libra equinox, but uh, one thing I do want to mention is that it's going to be a very busy first week um, of the equinox, the uh, after the equinox, uh, the sun will immediately, upon arriving in Libra, form a conjunction to a massive galaxy called M87, Messier 87. It's a, it, it is a galaxy that is prodigious in size, and it's located at about 1.5 degrees of Libra. And when the sun reaches a cardinal sign, the season changes and the sun makes an aspect to what is called the Aries point or the first degree of the zodiac. And in this case, the sun will be exactly opposite the Aries point, but it will also be conjunct M87. And M87 is almost like a special local galactic center. The galactic center is way 25,000 light years away in Sagittarius. M87 is not nearly that far away, uh, but it is, um, it is so massive and such a beautiful, strange galaxy ejecting this kind of jet of uh, subatomic particles that it is, um, it is almost like a galactic center of its own. It's the closest thing to a very local galactic center that we have. And it is... Uh, uh, and, and it's also right. So it's a concentration point of many different galaxies and it has some strange behaviors. But one of the reasons why uh, the Aries point is the way that it is. So let's say that again. One of the reasons why the Aries point is the way that it is, and that way is it is a magnification point. It is an amplification point. It is a a place where when important planets or events take place near it, on it, or in aspect to it, there is a connection to the rest of the world. Uh, things that can seem, uh, th that are in the political and the public realm can seem very 
personal. Uh, my favorite line that describes the Aries point is from the song called Television Man by David Byrne, a really fantastic talking head song from late in their career. And David says, when the world crashes into my living room, that's the Aries point. Television Man made me what I am. And so the the Aries point, the influence of the Aries point is influenced under conditions of electrical media because that is the very thing that describes the world crashing into the living room or your eyes being pulled out of your head and dragged to remote regions of the world, um, which is what is actually happening with, uh, with television. In a similar way, this microphone that I'm talking into is an extension of your ear, which is partly why I try to speak calmly and politely. Okay, so uh, we can expect some enlargement of developments over the first 48 hours after the equinox that uh, that goes into Monday or so. Uh, the other thing going on that is, um, well, that, that happens every year and, and we are under the influence of M87 much more than we think because every time there's some kind of an Aries Point event or Aries Point development, M87 is involved because M87 is pretty much one and the same thing as the Aries Point, even though it's in Libra, it's talking to the Aries Point all the time. Okay, so uh, the the standout thing that is uh, happening in Libra, in my view, is that the sun joins the asteroid Pallas Athene in Libra. And Pallas Athene is the goddess of wisdom, protection, and justice. And boy, do we need wisdom, protection, and justice right now. So the sun joins Pallas Athene, which recently entered Libra, and the two of them basically track one another across Libra until uh, October 1st when they form an exact conjunction. And it'll be interesting to see what happens on that day, what comes out of the uh, courts or something like that. Uh, on that day. All right, a few other factors involved in the Libra equinox chart. Uh, One of the most important things going on in the sky right now is that there are still many planets in retrograde motion. Uh, the, the, The group of planets in early Capricorn, which include Pholus, Quayar, Apollon, Ixion, and Circe. Some of these are one is a centaur, one is a trans-Neptunian object, uh, another one is a trans-Neptunian object, that's Quayar and Ixion. Circe is, a, uh, is an asteroid, and Apollon is an, a hypothetical planet. They have all begun direct motion. Uh, next to go direct will be Pluto, but it is still retrograde, as is Centaur Amicus right near it. Saturn is also retrograde, that goes direct in November. Uh, Nessus, centaur planet, also retrograde. Then there is uh, Neptune, retrograde, Manwe, retrograde, Chiron, Eris, Jupiter, and Uranus, all retrograde. And so this is because all of those planets are swung to the other side of the solar system. And right now the Earth is between the sun and all of those planets. And that, 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 is what, that is when things are retrograde. At least outer planets are retrograde. Works the other way when uh, Mercury and uh, Venus are retrograde. They are passing between the Earth and the Sun. But what they all have in common is that when a planet is retrograde, it is close to the Earth. 
Okay, so what is that about? So retrograde planets can represent delays. They can uh, they can represent um, introspective uh, view, which is a very important thing to have right now. One of the things that digital conditions are doing is ripping us out of our interior consciousness. Uh, but the the delay thing is not merely about waiting. It's about the opportunity for preparation. Retrogrades tend to turn attention inward, and we can use a lot more of that. And that inwardly turned attention needs to be devoted to preparation. Retrogrades also turn attention toward the past, and we have much to reconcile with the past rather than simply bury over and move on. And they're about what you're not saying so you don't threaten others. If you're wondering what all the planets are in your chart that are retrograde, think about what the planet represents by planet, sign, house, and aspect, and ask yourself if there was any time in which you concealed that reality from your parents or other early caregivers. Generally, retrograde planets are what we tend to shut down and then what we need to spend our lives reviving and claiming and reactivating so that we can be fully expressed adults. Now, that's not very popular to some people. If you say what you really mean, someone might judge you. But we might ask, why does that matter? Why does it matter if someone judges you? And I mean that as a real question. Early next week, I will be doing the Libra birthday reading, putting all of these aspects and placements to work in a 75-minute, very affordably priced reading for Libra, Moon, Sun, and Rising. I will also have a special edition of Planet Waves FM tomorrow night. That's available at planetwaves.org or planetwaves.fm. If you're listening on some remote channel, you can find this substack where this podcast originates at planetwaves.eu. Thank you for subscribing. A little money for a lot of really good, soulful human astrology. Thank you for tuning in. Bye for now and stay in touch.